coming to you from the Franklin House in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. My name is Smitty, and uh, my guest tonight is L. Yes, my name is L. Um, that's what most people know me by. Uh, my real full name is El Shaddai. So, uh, yeah, that's that's kind of how it came about, L. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. So there's kind of like, kind of like three different circles of people that I have on my podcast. One would be I'm a delivery guy, so there's just people on my route. Right. And then there's just kind of like my friend circle. Mm-hmm. And then there, you are the. You're the fourth one from the fantasy basketball league <laughs> that I run. Yeah. So, uh, Dallin, Levi, Tyler, and you now. Okay. So, I think that's fascinating that, like, that's enough part of my life. Yeah. It's like, I want to get to know these dudes a little bit more. Yeah, man. That's yeah. that's kind of how I came to meet you yeah. through the basketball league. And yeah. um, the original guy who got me into was Mitch, obviously. Mm-hmm. Friends with your buddy, Dallin, mm-hmm. related. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's a cool deal, man. I was... Uh, I was kind of thrown an island, kind of on a two-year suspension. I did. Yeah. I but was the I, mean, the mean uh, commissioner. <laughs> but understandably so. Okay. Uh, okay. So I was. I'm glad that you know you finally forgave me and brought me back <laughs> on your podcast. So yeah, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy how things change in a couple of years, right? Sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and just tell me a little bit more about UL before we get into okay. the actual podcast. Um, so I pretty much lived here my whole life. Okay. So I was originally, or my birth certificate says I was born in Los Angeles, California, but I lived there very, very, I would say I was one when we moved. So I didn't really, I guess, you know, when you're a one year old, you only remember a lot of things. So my dad, uh, moved us out here. He became a pastor at Eastside Baptist church. Okay. And that's kind of where I met, you know, Mitch who is in the league. Um, he went to, uh, church there with his family. Right. Um, so I pretty much have lived here in Sioux Falls since I was pretty much one. Okay. Uh, I like it out here. Um, I, I, I don't know. I've gone to California, yeah. visited family. Yeah. The lifestyle there is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, traffic is insane. Mm-hmm. I know we kind of freak out at five o'clock here in Sioux Falls <laughs> Yeah. when we leave work. Most of us do. Yeah. And we complain about that. But if you haven't been to Los Angeles, you really haven't seen anything as far as yeah. traffic goes. But that's one of the reasons to travel. Exactly. Is to be like, ah, you know what? I got it pretty good. <laughs> pretty good in here. these areas. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. No, um, I love it. I mean, Midwest is, I'm a Midwestern boy, I guess mm-hmm. you could say. Mm-hmm. Still have my roots um, from LA, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. When I was younger, uh, they didn't have a football team. Yeah. I kind of became a Vikings fan by default. Sure. Yeah. And I'm a Dodgers fan, okay. uh, Lake, big Lakers fan. Uh-huh. I, as Smitty, I'm sure you love basketball just yep. as much as I do. So yep. yeah, that's where my LA roots come from. So okay. I have a, uh, I have a seven year old daughter, yeah. girlfriend. Yep. I'm so- hopefully soon to be wife sure. here um, the yep. next year. That's a goal of ours. Cool. But that's where I'm at in my life. I yeah. sell insurance. Okay. Um, yeah. It's kind of funny. I ran into you yeah. a couple weeks ago, actually on my uh, lunch break. So yeah. Yeah, we both were grabbing lunch. Yes, sir. Yeah. So it's pretty cool that you, you know, you ran across me, and next thing I know, you're hitting me up. Let's get on a podcast. I think that's why I was. Yeah, I was like, oh man, I bet that would be a fun. Yeah. Uh, conversation. So that was pretty cool, man. When you texted me and you wanted yeah. me to come on here, so yeah, I'm glad that I'm here. Yeah, same here. Did your did your dad move here for a job, or was it just happened to move here and there was a pastor job? So uh, when we were younger, um, as you can, mo- as most people know, LA is not the safest place in the world. <laughs> so that was a big reason. Um, another reason was because he had family here. Oh, he did. And okay. there was a friend of a friend that told him about because my dad has always been very, you know, Christian, grew up okay. very conservative. Okay. So he had a friend that had told him, hey, there's an opportunity potentially here. I They're see. opening up a Spanish ministry. Yeah. For those that don't know, I am Mexican. Oh, yeah. Um, so I do speak Spanish. Yeah. So my dad is uh, pretty uh, is Mexican as well. So he he speaks Spanish. So there was an opportunity at a local church here. And back then in Sioux Falls, you could imagine it wasn't the biggest diverse place no. in the world. No. So uh, that's kind of how it came about. Yeah. And we moved here for mainly those two reasons. Okay. And then uh, it was just... Even back then, it was pretty expensive to live there. Sure. So combination of all those three things mm-hmm. is the reason mm-hmm. we kind of picked up and moved here. So. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. 
That explains El Shaddai as well. Yeah. Yeah. Believe it or not, that name is not actually Hispanic. It's Middle Eastern. Yeah. It's so, Hebrew, right? Yeah. Hebrew. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so how that comes out is from the Bible. Well, yeah. it's one of the names that they use for Jesus or God. Um, yeah. But what made it most common for most people, if you've ever heard it, which is not a very common name, is Amy Grant sings uh, a song about Yeah, I do remember me. that. Yeah. That's my era. Yeah. So... That's kind of what my parents told me was the reason behind my name. The song. the song came out. Yeah. Um, and they had also, you know, obviously read it in the Bible or as one of the sure. names that were sure. used for God. Yeah. And they were like, hey, that's it. <laughs> and it is more common. Tell me if I'm wrong. It is more common in Hispanic culture to use names out of the Bible. Yes. Very Jesus common. Being yes. The Jesus. The one, main right? one. Everyone knows that. Yeah. Um, or Mary. Um, yeah. What would be Mary? Maria. 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 Yeah. Yep. So yeah. Like, and that's, that's, that's cool part of your heritage, man. I think. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's the cool, that's the cool thing is like, again, at the end of the day, you know, not everyone's religious. So, no. So, right. uh, but if you come from the, the, I would say 90 to 80% of the Spanish community uh-huh. who comes from mexico mm-hmm. is of either catholic mm-hmm. descent yep. or christian descent as far yeah. as like what they you know what they worship and stuff yeah. so no you're right. a lot of their names come from the bible yeah you don't see many uh buddhist <laughs> yeah <Mexicans>. yeah <laughs> that's so that'd be fun to if i ever if you ever meet one let me know yeah, okay well uh, that'd be interesting to yeah, know, pick would. their brain and see how they how they came about so yeah yeah absolutely i think we're ready to go i have 10 questions all over the map. Some are funner, some are more serious, some are just weird. Shoot me, man. All right. Okay. I don't know if you're artistic or not, but we're going to go there. Okay. So you are put in charge. You're heading up a committee. Okay. For the next mural that's going to be done in Sioux Falls. What what would you kind of like it to be? And then what, like, who are the people that you think would be a good people to build this committee for this new mural in Sioux Falls? That's a tough one. It's, a, it's out there. Because... Are you artistic at all? I wouldn't say I'm artistic. I try. Okay. But no, I'm no, the furthest thing from it. But I think, you know, obviously when you think of Sioux Falls and you want to think about it, we're known for the falls. Mm -hmm. I think something like that, that, Mm -hmm. you know, speaks for our community Mm -hmm. in Sioux Falls would be cool. Mm -hmm. Like a falls park, maybe having different diversities Mm -hmm. around it or kids, or you could, you know, design it some way. Mm -hmm. But I I definitely think um, you'd want the committee being Mm -hmm. made out of, you know, I would say Native Americans, yeah. some big figure, because obviously this is, this their, is their land. This actually. is their land. Yeah. yeah. So you definitely want a Native American on there yeah. to pick which one I would, I couldn't tell you. Exactly. But Same here. I'm sure if you did your digging, you, you start asking around. Exactly. You yeah. could find a head of a chief or someone of that descent who uh-huh. speaks for a lot of the Native American community here in Sioux Falls. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say Mr. Thay Kagan or, yep. or, 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 or mayor, excuse me. Yep. I think he would be a good one. I think he's done a lot of, you know, decent things for yeah, our community. I agree. Also, there's things that are questionable, but like every sure. politician, yeah, yeah. there's always going to be you things critique you critique anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I would start there and then, you know, figure out what other people in this community yeah. that have maybe donated. I would normally say that, you know, one of the guys of the hospital here, but he's been into sure. bad things yeah. lately. So I don't yeah. know if he's the right guy, but... You know, you could find There's other places of money. Exactly. Thing. Where yeah. they've been donating to build things for yeah. our community. So I would say those would be my answers. So are you are you envisioning the mural down by the falls or is the mural paint a painting of the falls? Um, that's a good question. If you've been to Sioux Falls, um, yep. you know, they've, de- they've developed it really well. Very um, much. they have that, that stage. Um, yep. I forget the name of the it. The cafe? No, the, where they, they have like bands and. Senior, oh, the Levitt. The Levitt. Yes, I think that's yes, a yes. pretty cool add-on that they've added to our yeah. community. Have um, you been there? I have. Year? A couple so of times. So there is that huge mural. Mural. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Keep and it, going. It's yeah. diverse. It's a, I think of a African-American woman. Yeah. I think that's pretty cool. I agree. But having maybe the mural, you don't necessarily have to put it at Falls Park, but maybe find a place where a community goes to, you know, downtown right. somewhere. Something like that would be cool. Yeah. But like, again, there's just, it'd be tough to... You know, pick It'd five. be cool not to like jump in. in, but so we're that mural we're talking about by Levitt. Yeah. As they're like developing towards the falls, mm-hmm. like if they kind of kept that theme of like oh, having mural. different murals along the yeah, way, that'd that would be, be really cool. That would be pretty cool. 
and you wouldn't you could even put the if you something like that you could you wouldn't even have to put anything from sioux falls maybe south dakota uh-huh. mount rushmore or right. crazy horse right things like that that'd be pretty cool right i like it yeah. or just anything that represents in your case the the native american yeah culture that we have here yeah i think that's huge yeah and a lot of people for tend to forget you know this was their land yeah. and and it, and, and it still is mm-hmm. you know so i think yeah. that's definitely big and what makes south dakota really cool in the united states is that you know we still have a lot of native american descents mm-hmm. descendants here mm-hmm. so i think mm-hmm. that's pretty cool i agree man yeah uh second question what are three things that you enjoy that all start with the letter f no swearing okay <laughs> i was about to say <laughs> uh, for starters i enjoy food yeah so man. i think that's 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 big you know for me yeah i don't I cook don't, i don't like it yeah, yeah man i i wish i knew how to cook more yeah i can make your basic stuff yeah, so exactly but nah uh I love food, yeah. uh, whether that's, you know, fast food or yeah. going to a restaurant. Yeah. Uh, speaking of food, we, we just went to uh, Crawford's last weekend. And I, it's the second time I've eaten there. Sure. Amazing food there. Cr- so yeah. downtown, yeah. if you ever have a chance to come to Sioux Falls or you live here, make sure you try it out. Definitely and it's just a place. cool layout of the restaurant. Yeah. Like it's so skinny. Yeah. But long to the back. Yeah, it's cool. It's, yeah, it's really, really cool. We were there on Sunday, but it was amazing. Okay. Another... I would say I like fun. Yeah. Um, I love fun if it comes, you know, and, and this is cliche as it sounds, but, you know, when you have a family, it's pretty mm-hmm. cool to always find fun things to do. Oh, yeah. Uh, my daughter, I like to play, you know, we figure out ways to, you know, make fun of the summer or in the winter, you know. She's seven, you said? Seven years okay. old. That's a good age. Yeah. yeah. You, they start understanding a lot more. Yeah. So it's fun. I mean, it's fun when you have a kid in general, but sure. as they get older and they understand what's going on, it's, yeah. it just makes things a lot more funner as you guys mm-hmm. would say another uh, uh word i guess you said three right yeah i guess you could say you know it's once a once a year but fireworks i guess okay right? like yeah, line, yeah. okay shooting out some fireworks yeah. um i think that's like one of our biggest highlights for the fourth actually okay. is we you know we don't ball out on a budget like uh, uh-huh. so we don't really go out crazy but we try it's limited yeah, yeah it's limited but i think that's pretty cool yeah yeah so i would say those would be the three things where do you guys usually go to shoot them you just in the neighborhood or do you go somewhere um so our house is actually there's um in the back of our house we have a pretty big um acreage like there's oh, no really? houses in the back there's no development and it's uh over the last we've lived there for almost three years so yeah. we've been doing a lot of the big ones in the back and yeah. the neighbors are pretty cool there's actually like a couple of doors down from us they own a couple you know they have farm animals well not like that's cool they have like chickens and uh, I think a goat or something, but yeah, nothing crazy like like cows yeah. or anything. But it's pretty fun. But the, like this last time we went out to up in Iowa in a small town, okay. they have like a recreational area, and we huh. camped out in like a cabin. Really? Um, yeah. So we tried to find. We obviously couldn't make shoot it a thing. Yeah. Yeah. We obviously couldn't shoot the fireworks off there, yeah. but we had to go to like a dirt road, and right. it's pretty cool. But. I would say, you know, for the most part, we stay in town. If not, we'll try to find a lake or something mm-hmm. to go to. But yeah, yeah, we, we always make it work somehow. Was this the thing you grew up doing too? Fireworks? Yeah. Yeah. Since I was little when we were at the church and mm-hmm. actually um, Tyler, a Mitch, one of Mitch's friends, one of my good friends, yep. his aunt and uncle had like a big barn. So our okay. church would get together for the fourth. And this was like a, you know, anniversary type of thing mm-hmm. when I grew up in the church. So we would go out to the farm and then we just light up fireworks. They'd have like a service. It was pretty mm-hmm. cool. Sure. And that became a thing until, mm-hmm. you know, you start getting older and you mm-hmm. start, you know, getting different friend groups. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So growing up, it was always been fireworks, okay, yeah. so, whether it's me shooting them up or my daughter shooting them yeah. off with with me. But yeah, it's it's been a lifelong thing. So. I love it, man. That's cool. Yeah. What jobs come to mind that you think would be fun, but you but only if you could do it for a day or two, right? Like this isn't like like a career mm-hmm. where I want to like really have a thing, but like something maybe a little bit more outside the box would be fun to do it for a couple of days. Maybe be being like a mascot, okay, of like a professional team, yeah, 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 NFL or NBA, you know, preferably. Yeah, I think that'd be cool to do it for maybe a couple, yeah, couple times, couple games. Yeah, 
I couldn't see myself doing it forever though, or oh, for man. a long time. It's got to get old. Yeah, and hot, probably and hot. in those in those yes. suits. Yeah, but I think that'd be pretty cool. Being, I guess you could say you could, you know, CEO of a big company, but I think a lot of people would be like, yeah, that's a go-to. Right. But you know, people say that you know, if you're ever like a big celebrity or something, you know it's not the best thing or some people mm -hmm. would agree with that mm -hmm. so i think it'd be cool maybe to be like a, a famous like mm -hmm. whether it's like artist singer mm -hmm. or athlete for mm -hmm. maybe a couple days mm -hmm. but after that i'm sure with all the pictures and constant nagging from people you'd probably get old of it yeah but i think it'd be pretty it'd cool. be great to experience yeah especially like if you became you know you were able to maybe be a famous like worldwide soccer star like messi yeah. or ronaldo yeah i'm sure that gets annoying right but that maybe be cool. I still want to know what it's like. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Like you'd want to live in those shoes, yeah. but I wonder how many people would want to go back uh -huh. after maybe a couple of days of uh -huh. being in their shoes of nonstop. You can't even go to the grocery store. So uh -huh. maybe that'd be, those would be a couple. Of, have you been following Messi here in the States? I have. Okay. Me too. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. Um, because I, like I said, my dad's Mexican. So like <laughs> you would know 90% of Hispanic Mexican families, uh, actually are, are huge into soccer that's yeah, yeah, football yeah. so yeah growing exactly. up it, it was always Messi and ronaldo so when he signed here in the united states i was like okay this is going to do big things for the mls oh man yeah because obviously it's an underdeveloped league mm -hmm. compared to the rest of the world but mm -hmm. it's insane what he's done mm -hmm. so it, it literally he won the world cup it yeah. took off from there and he hasn't he hasn't looked back since I don't know. it's been a constant just craziness for him right it's pretty cool to see that a lot of uh mls fans selling out those games and uh -huh. showing up big celebrities just goes to show you how big that the mm -hmm. how big he is uh, i mean as an athlete as in as a figure so yeah might have been st louis i was looking at tickets mm -hmm. but yeah i mean they just quadrupled their price yeah because he's gonna play, play yeah. there yeah right. yeah yeah so it's it's crazy good for them money yeah. making for the league and stuff but yeah it's crazy and then those goals he's hitting man mm -hmm. like last second kick yeah. free kick game winners free, yeah game winners it's all it's all good for the sport i think because yeah. i think if the united states gets more of the younger generations mm -hmm. involved in that mm -hmm. or you know who knows what we look in the next five ten years mm -hmm. maybe we're competing for world cups because mm -hmm. i i do believe you know the united states has we do have the talent it is it's right. just when you have kids that see NBA, mm -hmm. football, baseball mm -hmm. as the three major sports, they want to play those sports. Mm -hmm. But if soccer could ever ever get to a level where they're up there with the top two, top mm -hmm. three, who knows how many more decide to play mm -hmm. soccer versus football or mm -hmm. basketball. Mm -hmm. So I think maybe in, we're heading the right direction. Yeah, so man. we'll see. Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting. I uh I tentatively planning on so 2026, it's World in Cup. the United States. Yep. Yeah, I'm just like, man, I wanted to be able to just like take a couple weeks off. Yeah. Find a couple of games to go. Maybe not, be not even go into a game, just but just watch. like be in the environment. Yeah, watch. You know, outside of the stadium, the you know, they show they show the games outside it. And, yeah, yeah. And to us, I think uh, the closest one is a Kansas City. Yeah, that's going to be the host, one yep. of the host yep. cities. Yeah. And I told the uh, told my dad that if uh, Mexico plays there yeah um or the united states we have to go yeah, so you do have to yeah go. we have to go you know and it's kind of hard because you know growing up it was always go mexico mm -hmm. but i'm american mm -hmm. and i'm mexican so mm -hmm. i i like to i have a soft spot for usa and mexico yeah. when i cheer so it's kind of cool you get a cheer for two different countries mm -hmm. in a way but i like to see the u.s succeed mm -hmm. and i like to see mexico succeed. Mm -hmm. so we'll see did you get a lot of choosing my words a lot of crap about that growing up um or was it too bad I wouldn't say it was too bad. I, I would say when when you're cheering for two different countries, a lot of people would say just pick one. Sure. But in my case, it's like it's kind of hard to because you don't you know I was born in the United States, mm -hmm. but I grew up watching my parents celebrate Mexico and mm -hmm. their heritage mm -hmm. and the sport. At the end of the day, I don't care mm -hmm. if someone's got an opinion about me cheering for two different sure. countries. It's kind of like that's on them. Yeah, yeah. I don't really care. And okay. most people know me and know that. I don't. Okay. So it's pretty cool. But, you know, if people have an opinion, they're going to have an opinion about everything. So right. fair enough. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, I didn't grow up that way. <laughs> so it's nice to hear. Yeah. Another perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Um, tell me about your best friend growing up as a child. You know, I've, uh, it's always been crazy. I haven't had, I've had, 
couple best friends growing up mm -hmm. but i would say over the last you know i had i've had really two well i could say you could say four really best friends but mm -hmm. it's hard oh, yeah. man because i feel like you, go ahead Smitty, no i just like i hope i'm not getting you in trouble of like no picking one and then no no <laughs> you know you always think back and and, and it's crazy because in elementary school i had a, a really good friend and then we moved away um, to a different part in the city. And then I had, uh, in Tyler and Mitch, you know, mm -hmm. I grew up with them in the church. I would, I would say both of them are some of my best friends. Yeah, yeah. But, and I would say I've had the relationship with them the longest because yeah. we went to the ch same church. Yeah. So it's pretty much since like second, third or second grade is when we, you yeah. know, when I met them. And, you know, ever since I was in third grade or second grade, third grade, um, you know, we've kept a, maintain a good relationship. Mm -hmm. You know, as we, we've gotten older, you know, uh, you know, me and Tyler have kids. Mm -hmm. um, we all have wives or girlfriends. Mm -hmm. So it's harder to find as much time mm -hmm. as when we didn't have, you know, totally. kids or girlfriends right. and we can make things hang out more often. But right. no, it's uh, those guys, I would say, have been part of my life, probably the longest out of all my okay. friends. Yeah. But yeah, no, we've done some pretty stupid things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but that's no. what friendship is, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's crazy, but I think back, it's been a long time, you know, of NBA talking, NBA trash. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's crazy, man. Yeah, long time that we've still maintained. Yeah. I mean, I guess I I could even say I've known longer than I knew my my, my future sure. wife, you know. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. it's it's crazy. So yeah. But sorry, what was the other part of the question? Oh, uh, just like describe to me like what it looks like, like what kind of stuff you guys did. Oh, we, well, the main thing was, you know, we went to church, yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. played basketball or tried to, uh, since it's pretty cool because like I said, they each have, they're pretty big into the NBA. Mm -hmm. So a lot of our conversations are about sports or mm -hmm. NBA or, you know, football even, Same especially here. since yep. you and Mitch are Eagles fans, mm -hmm. you know, talking trash, especially, mm -hmm. uh, uh, for the NFC Championship game in 2018 or 17, I forget. I'm a Vikings With fan. With the Vikings? Yes. yes. So I'm a huge game. So me and Mitch actually watched. 17. Was this? Yeah, 17. Yeah. You're right. Yep. You're right. So me and him went to my buddy Kyle's to watch the game. Uh -huh. And he was the only Eagles fan there. Uh -huh. And it was about eight, ten Vikings fans. Yep. And I wanted to, you know, <laughs> punch Mitch in the face so bad. But he never gave me a reason to. He was pretty humble, yeah. I would say. Yeah. But... You know, it was, you know, I've been through some of my darkest times being a Vikings fan around Mitch. So. Yeah. Because if I remember, it didn't Vikings score like right, right away. away? Yeah. And then there was a pick six. Yep. Keenum and it was it. just kind of like. Downhill from just, there. Yeah. Like Eagles just <laughs> kicked the door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it, okay. it reminiscent of last year's game, huh? Well, Vikings didn't score first, but. It was almost like kind of the same beat sure. down, you know? Yeah. So there's always, a, you know, I hate Packers fans, but Eagles are right up there. <laughs> and, I, and I'm not saying every fan, yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. Just, I just think uh, they're fan base. We have a reputation. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. So yeah, it's uh, it's something when when I see the Eagles lose or we play them, I get really hyped up for that yeah. game. So. But yeah, no, it's it's been good. Um, um, and then obviously, you know, you've been through, uh, you know, Mitch and Tyler's lot, part of the life. They've been part of my life yeah. for so long. So we've been there for our lowest moments and our Absolutely. best moments, some yeah. of our best moments. So it's yeah. pretty cool to have longtime friends like that. Mm -hmm. so. so my good buddy, Karsten, okay. last weekend turned 40. Okay. And he, he had this great quote that I think he said is from a, a Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton song. Okay. If you know them. I Before know. my time, but I know who okay, they are. <laughs> okay, good. You can't make new old friends. It's just like. That's a great quote. You know, like there's just something about those people that go back to elementary. And I have some of those people too. Mm -hmm. That you just, you can't, you can't replicate. No. What that is. No. So. Yeah, no, I, I would agree with that. Yeah. I think uh, a lot of people that have been in my life for the last 10 years are still, a lot of my good friends are still there. So. Yeah. And you're right, you can't replicate that. Yeah. Those memories and you know how you met and stuff. So I think that's a, that's a great quote. Yeah, I I think it's a great line, yeah. So kind of the flip side of that, mm -hmm. this next question. When do you find yourself feeling lonely? I would say, I mean, I'm everybody gets lonely or yeah. depressed at some point in time. Yeah. Um, it hasn't really happened to me since I've been, you know, with with my girlfriend okay. and have a, had a kid. Yeah. Cause it, you know, there's just something about having somebody else in your life. Um, that you can always just kind of 
if you're feeling down, you can always go to them, right? Yeah. But no, there were some times, you know, when I was single, mm-hmm. um, especially, you know, you know, when you're in college, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes in high school, even you would just feel like depressed, wake mm-hmm. up, not for no specific reason. Mm-hmm. You would just be like, what, you know, what am I doing today? What, mm-hmm. what do I got going on in my life? Yeah, there's been pretty uh, down times for me too, mm-hmm. you know, like everybody. I'm sure if you dig deep, mm-hmm. you know, a couple of times I've gotten in trouble where you kind of you know wake up and you're like what what the heck man mm-hmm. what like what was i thinking kind mm-hmm. of thing so so I'll, I'll give you a specific time okay. um so there was a time where i got in trouble um and it, it's actually not funny but uh it was probably like when i was like 23 okay and i did the dumb thing that everyone tells you don't drink and drive yeah so yeah, yeah. it was actually downtown yeah. at the time we didn't have pave I mean, it was no. wiley's um, right. So I got into a car after, and we didn't have Lyft and Uber. Right. Yeah. So it was taxi yep. or a risk it, a risk it. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I I would say one of my lowest points in my life was getting into a vehicle, driving from the uh, Wiley's uh, mm-hmm. Wiley's parking lot um, over on the side. It wasn't directly at Wiley's, but anyways, yep. um, I drove, and I didn't even make it probably half the block, and I yep. got pulled over. And I the cop had stated that he watched me. S- I walk into my car or okay. stumble per se into my car and he followed me and waited for me just to make one bad one swerve, little, little swerve and pulled me over and uh basically what ended up happening was i ended up going to jail that night sure uh, i was i would say i was pretty pretty drunk and it's got to be speaking of lonely yeah just be, i've never been in a jail cell yeah or jail that's got to be lonely yeah well <laughs> and and you wake up and i all i remember it was like it was like 1 30 in the morning and then uh you go into the jail cell and yeah. you wake up and you're like where am i like what, what happened yeah. what and then you you kind of start you know sobering up mm-hmm. and it hits you right then and there that mm-hmm. you're like damn like what did i really do what, mm-hmm. what, what was i thinking mm-hmm. and i think at that point it was one of my lo- lowest points in my life sure. where i was just contemplating what i was doing mm-hmm. you know at the time i was i was going to southeast tech mm-hmm. um, but i was finishing my business administration degree but I didn't have a you know a real a real job or really mm-hmm. a real direction in life mm-hmm. where I wanted to go. That happened, and I just remember for like a whole couple months, I just felt like sh- like like shit. Yeah. You know, yeah. sorry to swear, but yeah. you just kind of feel like you know you've messed up so bad. And mm-hmm. I ended up having to pay a pretty hefty fine sure. um, with the DUI, and then I got a lawyer. And yep. luckily, uh, my lawyer was able to you know money does buy some things. I mm-hmm. guess you could say you know get it dropped to a reckless okay. driving and yep. I mean, still bo- both bad, but um, I'll never forget for those like three months while I was figuring it out, I was yeah. like, what am I doing? I'm draining my savings account. Mm-hmm. I got my car towed, mm-hmm. um, even applying for jobs. Like I was like, what am I going to do? They're going to see, I just got a DUI. Right. But you know, like they say the dark, t- good, good people are perceived the bad times. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, like everything time heals all. Yes. Or for most people, it does. Yeah, right. But now that helped me. So and then I got over it, and basically from there, uh, I got a good career selling insurance. Mm-hmm. And from there, you know, it hasn't affected me since. So mm-hmm. you know, thank God that mm-hmm. you know you you kind of learn from stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, so. totally, man. But yeah, I would never forget those couple months. You you just wake up, and I had like no motivation to do anything. Yeah, you just felt like a you know POS, mm-hmm. like you failed everyone been there and my my been mom there. especially i'll never forget her crying and just being upset with me i'm like i let everyone down yeah so um and like developing some sort of goal like it's hard to know what direction to go right, right? so i mean most people in their 20s are pretty directionless mm-hmm. you know and so like what are some ways that like we could help a young 20 year old assess just be able to see their life see that there is a future them mm-hmm. that what you do now affects right. that future life you have and that's the hardest part right it's so hard i mean i can say that about any age right right i'm 43 and so like i've been lately just been thinking about okay what do i want my life at 50 to look like right like 50 is a pretty big number mm-hmm. age-wise hey, you know man. and and it's fine i'm comfortable with yeah it. but like I also want to have a plan in place. Purpose. Like I don't want to be a delivery guy when I'm 50. Right. Like I'll I'll just not have that physical Ability. wear and tear. Yeah. That, or I won't want that physical. But mm-hmm. so anyway, I'm kind of 
No, you're good, man. I'm in a similar situation, but obviously different. Well, in a different point in your life. Yeah, but right. Like you said, you just said it, you know, it's hard, you know, you can set goals, but especially for younger people, you know, mm-hmm. to get them to realize that they're not invincible. You know, I thought right. I was invincible and totally. I'm sure most people do too yeah. when they're that age. And it, that's the heart. That's the million dollar question. What uh-huh. can you do? I mean, all you can really do is, you know, try to, you know, hang around the right people and then, you know, take good counseling from people, mm-hmm. you know? So I think it's huge when like an adult who's and in in that kind of lifestyle like partying all the time Mm -hmm. and then make something out of the life whether it's career or you know out of their their personal life like hey look i was able to get through that Mm -hmm. i think that's huge when someone comes to you who's an older person and say Mm -hmm. hey you know this is what happened to me don't make that same mistake kind of thing Mm -hmm. i think that'd be huge Mm -hmm. but also there's a couple things that have helped since then you know or and it's like you said lift and uber <laughs> right you know how easy back then i mean yes this is until this was like eight nine years ago but mm-hmm. even then we didn't have lift or uber here nope. and our technology wasn't as advanced as mm-hmm. it is today where you can just get on your iphone or mm-hmm. android and there you go mm-hmm. so i think there's more options for people but mm-hmm. people will still make that mistake forever i totally. think um until we have like full or just cars. a different mistake yeah or a different mistake. exact one yeah especially like you know when you're that age you're 20 you think you can just you're on top of the world and it's hard to get people even you know to just acknowledge that they're this susceptible to everything else mm-hmm. you know so i think i had a question kind of related to that yeah yeah so i'll dovetail on top of that so you're what you're kind of talking about is the idea of mentorship mm-hmm. right and i'm just curious if you can think of anyone that just is in your circle of life mm-hmm. that you can maybe mentor, that you can say, I don't have a lot to share. I've learned some things in life. Mm-hmm. Be a sounding board for that person. Yeah. You know, and also have then that advice well, side of it. Other than your your daughter, obviously. Right, and that was gonna, was, I was going to say, you know, obviously as a parent, you can always just try to uh, mold your kid into yeah. something that, you want them to be and i'm sure you are yeah you and, and, and and but like, but like someone like that i would say my uh you know and he's related to me but my brother you know my okay. younger brother not my not, i have two brothers so okay. the middle brother as you would say in the take family. me through ages so i have a sister okay um sharon i have a uh, two brothers how uh, old is she she is 23 okay so okay she's about the age where i'm at yep. but she never you know luckily you know she's never really been about you know, partying and drinking and stuff like that at college. So, Uh so I'm, you know, I'm glad she turned out way better, you know, in that sense, (laughs) but I have a a younger brother than me. His name is a wife too. Like I said, Isai is my other youngest brother. Okay. And then the middle brother would be my brother, Hugo. And And how old is Hugo? He is, he just turned 30. Okay. So I'm 31. He's 30. Okay. I think so, I met him once. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think I think you have. At a park? Like at a, doing a basketball? Yeah, basketball thing. thing? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, and anyone that knows, you know, my friends and where I went to school here in Sioux Falls know me and my brother, you know, so. Sure. But no, I try to mentor him. You know, he's been through some, you know, tough times in his life. Mm-hmm. I try to now, especially since I've been older, mm-hmm. you know, and had a family and stuff, mm-hmm. I've really tried to mo- help him in any way I can. You know, whether it's telling, hey, man, like, you know, don't do that. But in his mind, I'm always the brother that, you know, because sure, we parted in. Hard. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, being at this point in our lives, I'm like, hey, we're not we're not kids anymore. Yeah. Anything we do, people aren't going to people are going to hold you accountable because uh-huh. we're, we're not kids. We're not yeah. college yeah. kids, you know. Yeah. So I think over the last, I would say, you know, half a year, year, you know, I've really been trying to work and help him every way I can because I don't want to be the person that something bad were to happen or you know something Mm -hmm. doesn't go well that you know I didn't really give it my 100% to every avenue he had to help him out yeah but I would say it'd be my brother Hugo so yeah that's who that's who I would say I I really try to counsel as you could say yeah right I should have been counting and marking off questions see how many we're at (laughs) you're good man yeah exactly uh so you're gonna gonna throw a party, mm-hmm. but it's a themed party. Okay. What would be a fun theme? Let's just take money out of the equation. Okay. So like, like what would be a fun themed party that you like to throw? You know, just your people around here, whoever your people are. Yeah. Those people. 
Um, it'd be pretty cool, but I think, you know, throwback, uh, Jersey kind of party, you know, yes. like you, you have like throwback jerseys, like the throwback AIs, T-Max. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I think that'd be pretty cool. You know, just have everyone that, you know, you, you I went to school with or was friends with. Yeah. Throw them, throw them at a college house or something. That yeah. Would, you know. Cause those jerseys are spendy too. Or yeah. Can be. Can be. Yes. Yeah. But you know, like they say, everything's cheaper in China. That's true. Always, yeah, yeah, so that's right. There's a there's a website that you know I go through yeah. that sometimes you know you can just buy instead of paying 120 dollars. Yeah. But you're right for the most part, those throwbacks are spendy. If you yeah. want right. a jersey, you go to Shields, right. get yourself a throwback uh, number eight Kobe jersey. You're looking at eight to eighty to 100 bucks. Easy, easy. Yeah. So I think that'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Throwback uh, party with right. jerseys. The one I like, and now you know what player it would be. I like those throwback nuggets. Oh, yeah. They're just... The Kevin English. That's it. English. Yeah. Yep. I, yeah. I know which ones you're That's talking about. That's a cool about. looking throwback. I, man, I love I love NBA just right up there. Maybe a little bit more than football, yeah. NFL. But yeah. I know the throwback jerseys sometimes. And I'm like, dude, they have the nicest jerseys out of <laughs> all sports, in my opinion. Like the sure. throwbacks. The throwback Supersonics uh-huh. jerseys. Um, there's yep. just so many that you could just go through the history of the NBA teams. Most of them have really mm-hmm. nice throwbacks. Right. But yeah, the Kevin English one for yeah. the Nuggets. That's That's great. a really nice jersey. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be the that'd be the, the theme party I would have for sure if I had to pick one. Mm-hmm. Nothing crazy. Maybe maybe get a big like uh, I don't know around here. You would go to a lake or something. Mm-hmm. Get rent out a big cabin, like a lodge, lodge or something, and yeah. just have everyone out there partying for a couple nights and yeah. then call it in a uh, calling it a night you know mm-hmm. so i think that'd be pretty cool that would be fun mm-hmm. and like like having it set up where we talked about earlier no one has to think about driving right like we got spots right, right here that's it's not it. a tent so like, <laughs> yeah you don't want to be in a tent i get it we yeah. got like real <laughs> real like real housing real cabins yeah like yeah something like that especially around here you know you go to a lake or something mm-hmm. like maybe like okaboji or like madison right. just for a weekend where you don't need to drive no cars whatever mm-hmm. i think that'd be that'd be my cool party as you would say a theme party that i'd choose it'd probably be like a throwback jersey kind of party yeah right and then th- maybe play some throwback uh hip-hop uh-huh hip-hop's my you know my main music that i like so yeah Play some uh, throwback Ti, throwback Eminem. Okay. Throwback. I'm a big Drake fan, okay. so I don't even some of his throwback as throwback as you can get because he's still so relevant. Mm-hmm. But I think that'd be pretty cool. It's it's funny hearing you. So we're about a decade apart. Yeah. So it's funny hearing you talk about a throwback <laughs> album yeah. or a musician where that's like, oh, that was like right in my lane. Yeah. At one point. You exactly. Know? Yeah. So we're, we're not and it's the far. same, like, you know, when I say throwback, you know, I'll say like run DMC. Okay. You know, which is like, you know, another yeah. decade back. But I know who they are. Yeah. Yeah. But I, it's just funny to hear you. Yeah. Hear and you. I, I'm sure for you, um, like uh, Dr. Dre was sure. kind of. Yeah, he would have been very right much. There. Very but much he so. was still as in middle school. He was there too. Like okay. he was big enough to where, you know. He was doing stuff with M, probably. M and M, and I think that's what made him so relevant, even in my generation. Hundred percent because of the the relevancy to Eminem. Because Eminem, yeah. I will never forget elementary and beginning of middle school. Eminem, man, everybody yeah. loved Eminem. Eminem was like he was everywhere. so big. Yeah, uh, he was like the first like iconic rapper where everywhere you went, his music would be playing. And uh-huh. what was crazy is. You know, not to stereotype, but the fact yeah. that he's you know white, yeah, and uh, but it was just amazing to hear uh, hear him rap, and mm-hmm. you know, to this day, his 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 music still plays mm-hmm. at every whether you're at the bar, he's mm-hmm. still relevant, you know. Mm-hmm. So I would say, you know, Dr. Dre and Eminem, especially middle school, eighth grade, and then beginning of high school, is still pretty big. So. Mm-hmm. I think uh, like anything that lasts over time, there's layers to it. Mm-hmm. And so even like musically, like there's layers when people think of hip hop in general, they probably don't think it's there's much depth to it. Right. Musically, not even lyrically. Yep. But like actually the ones that maintain, like there is actually layers to their music. Exactly. And and if you put on headphones, you hear something different than if you just play it on your phone or mm-hmm. on a regular speaker. Right. And so I think to say all this, Dre, I think is that that guy. Kind of, yeah right one of the few that can especially in the hip-hop yeah. industry because it oh, it's changing every 
every year, you know, the sound oh, totally. and what kids like and what, you know, people like. But the fact that, you know, Eminem and Dr. Dre, even Lil Wayne, mm-hmm. you know, some of those guys have been able to kept become so relevant for so long because mm-hmm. they're able to adjust or adapt or mm-hmm. even that just goes to show you how, you know, good they are. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, even to this day, you hear like Dr. Dre's The Chronic, mm-hmm. like still hits, whether you're at football, mm-hmm. basketball games mm-hmm. and the, everyone knows the Dr. Dre beats. Totally. Like, you just got to listen to the first uh-huh. 10 seconds of it. Everyone knows that's Dr. Dre. That's Dre, yeah. yeah. They yeah. were way, like they say, you know, like Dr. Dre was way ahead of his time. Sure. You know, to yeah. this day, his music still bumps. Like right. his his beats are so iconic and sure. so so well. And he was just like a lyric or not even a lyrical genius, but he was just a producer yeah. who who was so so genius with with what he made. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy, man. Like you said, they're just good at you. You have to actually listen to the music mm-hmm. and the beat to really hear and how great their music is. Mm-hmm. So. Just trying to think, is there anything else you'd have at a at a throwback party besides the jerseys and the music? I would say maybe like a little live DJ throwback. Sure. Like up on the scratch. Where scratch, they actually yeah, are. yeah. Where they actually play music. But I think that would be pretty cool. Yeah. But, you know, for the most part, I would say that'd be pretty much yeah. my ideal throwback okay. party, throwback okay. jersey party. Yeah. So nice. Okay. Where do you need to be more generous? So you can be generous with money. You can be generous with your time. You can just be generous in how you deal with people. What's one area where you think I could be a little more generous? Uh, time. Time. Okay. And you know, like as you get older, you realize, um, I don't know if this is the way you see things sometimes, but sure. time is very valuable mm-hmm. because now it, it just seems like yesterday, you know, I was in high school. Mm-hmm. I was 18. Mm-hmm. Now I'm 31. Mm-hmm. And you realize how, how fast time moves. Mm-hmm. So, and everyone's busy. Most people, you know, whether it's job, kids, day after, you know, working, and, mm-hmm. and then they have things to do after work, you know. But I think where I could be more, it would be with my time, more, you know, nice. Yeah. You know, everyone's got, a lot of people out there, you know, ha- have money and they donate. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that doesn't do enough in some in some cases, you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yep. I could definitely see myself, you know, mentoring more. You know, whether it's at my daughter's school or like helping out, like at events that they have. Sure. Elementary school, you know. That's a time commitment. Exactly. But I think that would be, that'd be big in my opinion for me is Uh to have more time to be generous with people, like Mm -hmm. to help them out. Because I think if, especially with the younger, younger kids, like I see it in my, my daughter's school, you know, a lot of those kids have families that drop them off at school and Mm -hmm. then they won't see them till like seven or eight Mm o'clock because they're so busy working. Mm Mm-hmm. So I wonder how many of those kids are actually getting like the right parent or mm-hmm. leadership that they should mm-hmm. to be able to develop into, you know, who they could be, you right. know? So right. I think time would be yeah. huge for me. Right. If I can dig in a little deeper. Yeah, man. What are, what are the steps you can take to like, to just be aware of like where you have free time and when you might be able to, what you might be able to fill that time with whatever the other thing is why does that make sense like yeah. how do we get from where you are now to actually doing it to doing it right yeah well first i think it starts off in my like you got to get more, do more research and like find mm-hmm. out if you're trying to volunteer somewhere mm-hmm. or you know mentor a mentorship program just being more active about it maybe going sure. online you know with technology technology being at like our fingertips with our phones <laughs> How hard is it really at night when you're scrolling through videos, uh, YouTube videos, TikTok yeah. videos to yeah. really take like 10, 15 minutes right. just to go on there. Um, and there's if you re- if you really are about it, you'll go on there and you'll look and you'll mm-hmm. see there's there's so many things like the other day. Lizzie was telling me that, you know, there's there's so many other volunteer events that we could do for our daughter's elementary school that I didn't even know were oh, available. Sure. And I went on their website and you click on volunteering and okay. there's so many things that pop up. Yeah. And that's that's just at her school. Mm-hmm. So I could only imagine at, at a school where it's not at the you know best part of town, mm-hmm. as you mm-hmm. would say, mm-hmm. not to degrade anyone, but no. how many more opportunities or how much uh-huh. help they need. Mm-hmm. So. I think for me, and now everyone's going to have their own opinion, but I think that'd yeah. be huge time and and, yep. and be more proactive about it versus, you know, I really would like to volunteer and not really looking into it, mm-hmm. but actually going through with the motions. And like, I'm a big sports guy. If I can set aside three to four hours a week to watch sports. I do. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> anybody else who's a fanatic, yeah. you can find time to donate an hour of your right. time, maybe even a month. Right. You know, crazy, you know. Especially technology. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you have any sort of DVR capability? Do I? No, I you don't. don't. Okay. I, 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 and that's the thing, you know, how, how now it's everything's on Netflix. Everything's yeah. on streaming. Right. But I know what you're talking about. Like, and I don't either, man. Like, I don't have cable. Okay. But uh, that is, I was talking to another buddy. He was like, and he was a Vikings fan. Yeah. And he was just like, there's so many Sundays. All I want to do is just sit in front of my TV and watch Vikings. Yeah. But technology gives me the option of recording the game. Okay. And then going and doing something with my family. Right. Which he's like, which is what I probably should be doing. And then I can go back and catch watch the it. game, you know. There, that that's dedication, man. Very much dedicated. Because I know so many people that have families and that are huge football or basketball yeah, fans. Yeah, that Their wouldn't make playing, that choice. That wouldn't. And I'll, I'll, be, I'll admit it. I'm Same. guilty, you know, yeah, myself. Man. There's times where it's a Sunday and Vikings are on and, you know, the daughter wants to go out and play, whether it's in the wintertime yeah. or whatever. But like, hey, can we just like, we'll do it in a couple hours, you know. Right. No, that's dedication by your buddy. Right. <laughs> and probably that it is. Uh, like we're 10 years older ish yeah. than you, right? Right. He's had more, 10 more years of of watching Vikings <laughs> and being like, you know what? Actually, right. this, this is, is something important. I can adjust. Yeah. You know. Exactly. And that's so. the way it really should be. Yeah. So, yeah, that's crazy. But no, he's right. And, and, yeah. and, and the fact that you can, you should just be able to DVR. And like you said, I don't have cable either. Yeah. I just stream most of my yeah. stuff. Exactly. So. Right. But creating yeah. time, you can always find time. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. huge. So you said you've been in your house for what, four years? Three years. Three years. Tell me which room of your house do you most want to renovate? Uh, like, is this you guys' house together? Yes. Okay. So uh, me and Lizzie, we renovated the whole basement already. Oh, you did that already? Yeah, but it's to her liking as per se. Sure. Really doesn't like me hanging around or, or hanging up any like sports stuff because she wants it to be a classical basement, you know? Yeah. Which, you know, all power to her, you know, you know, in most households, that's whatever the woman says, that's what goes. So that's kind of how I go about it. That's her castle, man. Yeah. So I have an office downstairs. So we have three bedrooms, uh, the main bedroom that we, that me and my uh, girlfriend uh, stay at. And then my daughter's room and then the basement, there's a extra bedroom. Mm -hmm. In that bedroom, I have my office Mm -hmm. um, and I have my laptop and you know, screens in there, mm-hmm. but I'd like to renovate that. Maybe okay. make it more of a little man cave uh, mm-hmm. type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I do spend a lot of, I spend a lot of time, you know, especially at night sometimes when um, Lizzie goes to bed, cause she, you know, she works at the hospital. So okay. she's busy. Sometimes her shifts are all over the place. Yeah. Sometimes she gets called in totally. and then my daughter goes to bed and then it's like, I'm on there watching YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a big Joe Rogan guy. Yeah. So I like watching his podcast live. Yeah. Um, I like, and then I, I'll be able to stream like baseball games, football games, basketball games. You do that simultaneously? Yeah. Like one on one screen. And yeah. Then, okay. Okay. It's crazy. It. Yeah. Especially. No, I'm tracking. Yeah. Especially in college football. Now that it's starting up. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm i a big college football guy. USC. Go Trojans. Sure. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, I, I like watching games and it's for me, it's always been that way. Like growing up uh, with my parents, we also didn't really have cable growing mm-hmm. up. So I got myself accustomed to, I remember we'd change it to KSFY or Mm -hmm. CBS and there'd be a (laughs) random college football game going on. And from that, from that point on, it was just like, that was what I watched because we didn't have cable. I couldn't Mm -hmm. go to Disney Channel. I couldn't go to Nickelodeon or Mm -hmm. whatever else any kids would go to. So. I had to get myself accustomed to watching games, even though seven channels. Yeah, seven channels, the antenna. Yeah, yeah, and I'll take the one that has exactly, and that's 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 why I think I became such a big sports fan is because that's what was on a lot of the times that night. I would say the definitely my office, right, is what I'd like to renovate it to. Are there any like just cool like in offices that you've come across either online or on a YouTube thing, or in person, I guess. That you're like it'd be cool to do something like this. that yeah i think um so like i said i, I i'm gonna keep repeating it because that's a big part i, I love sports yeah so no. i th- i've seen some cool, keep going man i've seen some pretty cool offices where you have the lighting and then yeah. the really nice desktop and then you have your mac i'm an apple person yeah. so yeah. your macbook and then um you have a couple two monitors and then yeah. on the on the on the screen right in front of the monitors you have like four or five t- little tvs okay and then you have like t- a different football basketball football games baseball games whatever mm-hmm. going on and then mm-hmm. you have that lighting in the background and um a little studio room maybe in in the in the office i think that'd be pretty cool right. you know i think that's you know if i had to like 
be like, okay, if that's one thing I wanted to do, I'd want to renovate the office to okay. something similar to that. Yeah. I think that's that's pretty sweet. I like a lot of like the rope lighting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it's so it's behind something. Uh-huh. And so then like the light just, just kind of yep. comes yeah. out of it. Like those yeah. are cool. Yeah. And especially like how podcasts and YouTube shows have just gotten so bigger. Huge. You watch that and you see that. And I think yeah. a lot of, and I'm guilty, probably just like everybody else who wants to renovate their office. Yeah. You see that and you're like, dude, that looks cool. Yeah. I could see that being in my house. Yeah. I think that's, that's probably my room that I want to renovate. Yeah. The office. Right. So right. Yeah. That's where I would go with the money if I had it to <laughs> exactly. go renovate it. <laughs> a little at a time. Yeah. A little bit here and there. Yeah. I've done I've done a little bit. I have some cool memorabilia that I have, like Vikings Lakers gotcha. stuff. Um that I that I have in there. But mm-hmm. you know, at some point maybe, you know, when the checks really start rolling in. Sure. Really making a bigger, bigger right. change in there. So right. that's where that's where it's at right now. But like you said, little by little, right? So like after your daughter's college. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> after she's done with college and if we don't have any more, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. let's see what we True. can do with with the room upstairs, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Are there any how do I phrase it? Are there any sports related things that you feel like you have enough knowledge of that you could teach a class about? <laughs> um yes. And okay. I don't think it's necessarily what most people would deem as responsible, but sometimes, you know, I do like to sports bet here and yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And just like most most guys. You can do it responsibly. Right, right. It's not right. like it's completely. Exactly. If but anyway. You, but no, yeah, you're right. You can do it responsibly. Like I said, a lot of my friends do it. You know, now that it's technology has advanced so much, mm-hmm. so many apps, so many like underdog sports, uh, prize mm-hmm. picks, mm-hmm. like you really start realizing how many people do it. And mm-hmm. like, I have a couple of buddies who never used to gamble. And mm-hmm. then over the last couple of years with like those couple apps that came out mm-hmm. where you can do it literally from your house mm-hmm. and taking over under rushing yards or whatever, mm-hmm. um, a lot of people do it. And whether they admit it or not, yeah. I know a lot of people that do it and mm-hmm. that uh, do it a lot. Yeah. So, and you can be really good at it if you dedicate yourself and like, I mean, dedicate the time. And then mm-hmm. you also have to be really good with numbers, but there's a couple friends, I'm not going to say their names, but yeah. they re- they make it like a second stream of income. Okay. They really do it, especially with uh, fantasy sports. And that's where they focus totally. when they're home from work, they don't have kids. Yeah. So they have the time and effort to basically mm-hmm. crunch down numbers and really mm-hmm. look into things. Mm-hmm. And they make a, a really nice income from it. A second stream of income. That's fascinating. Yeah. It's yeah. cool. That but is cool. it, it takes dedication mm-hmm. and a lot of time because mm-hmm. you have to be on your, you know, pins and needles. Like as right. soon as the player gets ruled out or something, you got to jump right. because everybody else would jump. So. Right. So let's let's run a little scenario. Yeah. Assume assume that I know about the NBA. Okay. But I don't know about betting on the NBA. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to learn the basics. Yeah. How would you go about explaining how to bet on the NBA one on one, like entry level? Yeah, so the main thing, I think the main two things you, that anybody will tell you when you sports bet on any, it's like the spreads. Okay. The spreads and then the over-unders. Okay. So like- So the, what's the spread? The spread is what the team that's favored to win okay. has to win by for you to win. Okay. Now, that also goes vice versa. If you okay. think a team is favored by too many points and mm-hmm. you like the underdog, for an example, let's say- the Lakers are playing the Detroit Pistons mm-hmm. and the Lakers are minus five and a half favorite to and win. That's the spread. That's minus the spread. five and a half. The favorite will have the spread as um will have the they will be called the favorite. So okay. the, the the favorite will always be minus. Okay. They have to win by a certain amount of points. Okay. Um so if the Lakers are five and a half, that means Vegas is saying if you like the Lakers, you have to take the spread and they have to win by more than basically six points or more. Mm-hmm. So three possessions okay. is what you would say. Right. Um so that's kind of how the spread is one on one. Obviously, there's more detail to it, but and then so then the other side of that is sorry to cut you off. You're good, man. Would be like I just have a, a sense that Detroit's got it better be. than people think. Yeah, and even if they do lose, can I bet that they will lose by X amount of points? Right. What would so, that be? So what then would you, that be? So if you think the Pistons or Detroit Pistons would be the team that night then you yep. could take them plus five and a half okay which would mean like you just said it yourself that i think they could keep it close and maybe uh-huh. win but i don't see them losing by more than six points okay if you took the pistons plus five and a half yep. that means they could win the game outright or they could lose by five points and you still win because that that they didn't win because the the lakers didn't win by six points that right. half 
So that's what they call the point that they had. So it doesn't, if it lands on five directly, then you win, the underdog wins. Right. So that's that's how you would approach it. Sure. But if you really want to get really ballsy, there's okay. also money lines. Yeah. So um, money lines is for the favorite, it's usually pretty expensive to take because let's say like like Alabama, for example, in football is playing like a really top, lower let's team. Let's keep it all NBA. NBA, okay. Keep me in okay. this one realm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. So typically when you, in in, <laughs> in, in, in in NBA especially, the money lines will be hefty. Let's say the Golden State Warriors are sure. playing a bottom feeder like OKC. And no offense, Tyler, but uh, <laughs> OKC is, has gotten better. But yeah. like two years ago when they were really like tanking games and Steph yep. Curry, Clay, you know, they yep. were, they were KD just killing everybody. Yeah. Um. You. It would. It would not be unlikely to see like the 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 Warriors minus four fifty five hundred. Okay. Which means. And that's different than the spread. That's different than the spread okay. because you're taking the team outright, so you don't okay. even care who how much they win by. Okay. But then the books know that, uh-huh. so then they make you pay way more uh-huh. to get them just for that team to win specifically okay. by by the, just to win the game outright. Mm-hmm. So what they do is they raise the limit on that. So what it means okay. by. If I want the Warriors to win, let's say they're minus 500, they're pain, playing a bad team. Yep. But I, I don't care if they win by six, seven, eight yep. points. I just want them to just win to out, win. right? Okay. I have to put up $500 just to win every $100. That's uh-huh. why it's minus okay. 500, minus 400. Right. Because the books know that, so they want you to risk way more mm-hmm. for a, a bet that's probably more than likely going to win. Mm-hmm. But there are the chances that they lose. Right. If they lose outright, then you've just lost $500 and you risked it to win 100 bucks. Mm-hmm. So it's a little complex. No, it's good. But yeah, but right. no, if that's something where I guess you could say I, I know a little bit about how things work when it comes to sports betting. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. And when I dabble and like I know all these phrases that you're yeah. saying. Um, so the other one that people will hear, they'll talk about the over under. Mm-hmm. Professor <laughs> Professor El Shaddai. Yes, sir. Tell me about the over under. Um, so the over under is basically if you don't want to, if you were like, I don't know what team it's going to be a good game. It's going to be close. I don't really care who wins, but I know that they're going to be scoring points or not scoring points is the okay. over under. And that's the combination of the total of what the team a scores and team B scores. Okay. So in the NBA, you'll typically see an over under at 200 and like 12 points sure. on average, 215, 212. Yep. And if you believe both teams are going to surpass that together, combination of both teams, right. then you would take over. Take the over. Okay. And then if you like, if you think, hey, it's going to be a low-scoring game, both right. starters are missing, like mm-hmm. I don't think they're even going to touch 210 points, yep. then you would vice versa take the under. Okay. So, yeah, that's and, – and, and most people like overs because they like action. Yeah. You know, who wants to watch a game and hope for no and points? And cheer for less yeah. scoring. <laughs> so, yeah, for sure. So. Yeah, that's those are basically the two main bets that people make is the spread and then the over under. Yeah. Okay. Either either everyone just tuned us out for the, la- for the <laughs> yeah, last five minutes. That. No, that's why I wanted. Yeah. That's what I wanted, man. Yeah. You're roaming around your house mm-hmm. looking for a snack. What are you really hoping you find for a snack? Uh Takis. Takis. Okay. Yes. I love spicy food. It's yeah. in my blood. Yeah. Um, man, I I can tell you at night, there's so many times where I'm hoping like I find some takis. They're yeah. in the snack drawer. Totally. Yeah, I would say I'm a big takis guy, spicy guy. Uh, like I like Mexican candy too. So yeah, I would say probably takis would be the number one thing I find if I'm snacking. Yeah. So. So do you guys do you buy them in bulk? So or do you purposely not buy them in bulk? So I used to buy them in bulk at like Costco or Hy-Vee yeah. where they had the very variation of different packs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that kind of got dangerous. Uh-huh. So not only was I snacking, but my my daughter was. So sure. Lizzie's uh, really, you know, tries to eat healthy, tries totally. to eat. So she's cut that down. That's great, man. But here and there, I'll sneak a couple bags in the <laughs> in the, the cart and stuff. So okay, yeah. No, but yeah, I would say if I'm if I'm snacking, I, I definitely want some takis. Yeah, that'd be my go-to if, if I was at home and uh-huh. especially football season, uh-huh. and I just need some crunch. I was getting to the end of the two minute warning and uh-huh. I need to, uh, you know, get, get my adrenaline rolling. I, uh-huh. I got to get some takis okay. for sure. I like it. Yeah. Um, I pretty much always try to give every guest a chance to throw one, a question that I asked you, mm-hmm. if there's something that interests you that you want to throw back and ask me. Okay. Oh, this is a good one. Okay. Uh, what is something that you know enough about to teach a class on? Oh man, that's a hard one. 
Come on, man. I know, right? I feel like you're a man of many talents. Well, I feel like I feel like I know a, um, a little bit about a lot of things. <laughs> so, like, it's like to really have like the one topic or the one thing, right? Where I can like share a decent amount on. Let me. I'm gonna have to think. I mean, you started this podcast. Yeah. There's got to be something, you know, with technology wise. Yeah, right. Yeah. That might be it, actually. Yeah. Like, I was trying to think, like, is there a sport that I could, like, like, I don't really know what I'm doing as a podcast, but let's be honest. I actually do more, know more than you do. Of course. Or the average person. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I probably could. I probably could teach a class that's given out the basics, um, little things from, I could probably talk about a little bit about microphones that are good, microphones that aren't good. Uh-huh. Because like when I'm listening to a podcast, if it's if the audio on it is poor, I'm I, I just You're out. I can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Because now you kind of know w- what it should be at. Yeah, exactly. That's great. Right. In my little sense. Like I work hard at making this sound good. Yeah. You know? I'm sure I could. Yeah. And the other part of it is when I was, how old was I? In my young 20s, mm-hmm. it's just a lot of wandering, no direction. Um, <laughs> and and one, of the, one of the crazy things I did in that was I was just like at a dead end of life. And so me and my dad came up with this plan where I come up with, I think I had seven different ideas for something I could pursue in my life. Mm-hmm. They weren't all necessary career things, but so I came up with like seven different things and put them all in a bag, reached into the bag drew one out. and drew one out. Oh, cool. Okay. And what I pulled out of there was there's this school in Ohio that teaches you how to work in a recording studio. The job title would be studio engineer oh, is what cool. it is. And so, cause I've always loved music. So that was even why I've kind of put that in the mix. Yeah. So I did, I saved up money for, I don't know, six months or so and applied to this school and went there. And it was this kind of two month program, program, mostly hands on, mm-hmm. you know, of course there's class lecture type of stuff too. I do have a little bit of that knowledge that I've carried with me mm-hmm. about um, just how um, sound waves will work. Yeah. You know, that, that side of things. So there is a little bit of that that I, to bring it back to your question, that I could pull into talking about podcasts and the audio side of it. And that's pretty cool because yeah. I noticed that when we got set up today, yeah. the first thing you were looking at sound quality, which yeah, is pretty cool. Right. And like I told you, uh, you know, how'd you get into it? You told me the backstory. But yeah, I think not in today's day and age, I mm-hmm. think that'd be great. Like a class where you teach how to start a podcast or mm-hmm. even just... Like you said, go over software and mm-hmm. engineering of how you want sounds to mm-hmm. sound. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be great, especially yeah. with technology being as advanced as it mm-hmm. is today, and everyone just having that itch to get on a on a screen or on a mm-hmm. on a podcast. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool, man. That's yeah, cool. I actually think I could. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. cool, man. Maybe you should. Yeah, yeah. Maybe get some going and see if you can get some applicants, and mm-hmm. who knows, you could start with one or two, and next mm-hmm. thing you know, you're teaching a class of ten to fifteen, even if it's online. You know, right, who knows? right, right, right. Yeah. That's cool, man. Yeah. I'm glad you bounced that one. Yeah. Out. I don't think I would have thought about it. Thought well, about it. You yeah. should now, man. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. Well, that's all I had. Okay. I'm sure I'll be seeing you in about when's NBA kickoff, tip off. Yeah, about yeah. a month and a half, two months. Yeah. Yeah. Lakers opening up. Well, I think it's Lakers that open up. But yeah, no, that's about the time we do the draft is a week or two before the season yeah. kicks off. I don't know if we're doing the basketball Olympics this year. or what. I always try to do something fun, yeah. something different. Yeah, that'd be cool. Last year was the live draft where we all got together. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Whatever, man. Yeah, every, yeah. It seems like every time we pick for the order in the draft, it's always it's pretty cool. It Whether is. Whether it's a three-point contest <laughs> or shooting contest or we're doing Olympics at your at your house yeah. in Dallas. Were you... I don't know if this was in one of the years I banned you. <laughs> what you were, were you in when we did the the uh, sports trivia? No, I wasn't. I might do that again. Let's that go. That was cool. Like I had, I got another buddy of mine to, to come up with, I think like 20 questions. Okay. Obviously, I can't know what they are. Right. So I couldn't make it. So, and then I think we all got together. We all had this, you know, on the same sheet with the same questions. And then we went through and tallied up 
who got who right? Who had the most right? Uh, let me guess. Mitch won. <sighs> Man, I don't remember. <laughs> I want to say it was um, Caleb. Okay. He's got a always has phoenix suns yeah 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 okay yeah yeah i feel like it was him actually that'd be pretty cool yeah so i might do that again if we do something similar to that now that i'm back and reinstated yeah i'm no longer suspended you're fully in man fully in man so get it let's go i i'm pretty good with that believe it or not as much sports as i watch i know enough about sports and certain events that are in my lifetime that i could go back to and be like okay that's that's pretty cool so hopefully i have a step up on everyone but Mm -hmm. we'll see right because I'd be surprised. I think you guys are pretty knowledgeable on a lot of things, too. I think, yeah. Which is crazy that... Because um, you guys are the first league that... I always wanted to do an NBA mm-hmm. fantasy league. And when uh, Mitch came to me about you doing it, mm-hmm. I was like, really? There's enough? Because the NBA is big, but around here... It's hard. It's around here. It's hard yeah. to get guys that really... I mean, everyone watches the NBA, but people that actually stay up to date on you a daily. To. Like, it's kind of like baseball, you know? There's so many mm-hmm. games. There's a re- hardcore NBA fans that actually keep up with all the teams, mm-hmm. not their just team. Mm-hmm. So I was pumped when he got me into the league with mm-hmm. you guys. And it's yeah, it's cool to have it because I think that's the only NBA league I've ever been a part of. Yeah. I've been in, fa- in so many NFL fantasies yeah. uh, leagues, but this is like the only one I've ever been a part of. So one, That's one of the great advantages of being a delivery guy, <laughs> right? You I, get co- I just come across people. a lot of people, Yeah, get to kind of know their interests, where some of our interests overlap right and then so like dalen knew he was in the nba mm-hmm. and it's like well if he likes the nba there's probably other people he knows right you know so and then we get me from down to mitch to you right? yeah so yeah and th- and that's that's what and i was then tyler too tyler right? big okc fan yeah and and devin are you friends with Devin? yes i am i am friends with devin too like uh, and that's a cool thing you were able to from dallin you were able to discover the rest of us for sure which is crazy because yeah like uh mitch and tyler like i said they're my two best friends but those guys uh out of all my other friends too i mean i have a couple other buddies but they really are the ones that really keep up to date with nba even sometimes Mm -hmm. mitch and tyler will be on top of things before I am. I'm like, yeah. dude, I it just came out on Twitter like five minutes ago. He goes, yeah, I've known about it for like 30 minutes. And, <laughs> and Tyler's a big OKC fan. So he's a diehard OKC fan. Yeah. You don't really meet a lot of those fans right now. Mm-hmm. Maybe when they had KD and yeah. Ross. But yeah. it's pretty cool to you know be associated with people that keep up to date with mm-hmm. that league. Because mm-hmm. it's so long and so it many is. different things going on every night. So mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. Yeah, I love it, man. Yeah. I love it. I actually like it more than doing fancy football. Okay. I, I like that it's more involved, that I have to be on top of yeah. it daily, personally. Yeah. No, but, and it takes takes some depth dedication to the mm-hmm. NBA because, like you said, we're talking over 80 games. Mm-hmm. And at NFL, you were talking about 16. Mm-hmm. So it's easier to keep tr- track of. And mm-hmm. there's only one game per week for NFL mm-hmm. for your team. Mm-hmm. But with the NBA, you got a game every other night, or if not every two to three right. nights. So pretty cool yeah i love it yeah man yeah. i'm excited for this season okay good let's uh hope i uh i come i make my comeback with a boom this year <laughs> i would hate for mitch to win it again <laughs> let's let's do that anybody but mitch yeah anybody but mitch we're gonna work out a bunch of technical difficulties during the draft <laughs> yeah or somehow mitch isn't able to draft yeah let's hope like <laughs> his computer goes out or yeah. something that'd be yeah. fun but no yeah man i'm excited so can't wait for that well, dude, thanks for chatting. Yeah. Sharing a little bit about you and your life. So. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me on. It's uh, my first podcast ever. Yeah. Hopefully more to come. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed it, man. So. Okay. Good, good. Yeah. Sweet. Thanks, man.